Every time I travel, I gain perspective, every single time. For some reason, when I'm up in the plane and, I, and we're up in the air, we're flying over the clouds, I look down and every issue that I've been facing, it just seems so small. It seems so unnecessary. And when I'm flying, the world just feels massive. It feels like it's full of opportunity. However, on my most recent trip, I was reminded how much our limiting thoughts can impact our lives. So let me ask you, how many experiences have you had that have been impacted by either your thoughts about yourself or your abilities? Let's talk about it. The Fields Effect. If you follow me on Instagram, you know that I just got back from Paris and this was my very first trip out of the country, I might say, since the pandemic. And it was my very first time in France, so it was a really big deal. But you can hear by my voice that I brought back more than souvenirs. I actually got sick. And I am still fighting it off. I was sick the entire way home, and it was miserable. So I just want to thank you in advance for bearing with this raspy, deep voice, because I know it is not what you're used to hearing. And the crazy thing is, I have to share this with you, I will do whatever I can not to get sick. I'm careful when it comes to weather. I'm careful about being around other people that are sick. And the fact that I got sick just makes me laugh because I feel like I lost my mind. The weather there in Paris was all over the place. It was super hot on the first day, and then it rained, and then it was windy, and then it was cold, and then I needed a jacket. But the fresh air just felt so good because everything we did was outside. And I just think I, I abandoned all of my normal drama that I would, you know, all of the things that I would normally do to protect myself from getting sick. And I just was outside and I was just enjoying myself and then bam, miserably sick. So the reason for the trip, let me fast forward. The reason for the trip was that my daughter and I decided we didn't want to be home for our birthdays this year. A couple of years ago, we started this thing where we would go away for our birthday instead of being home. Our birthdays are, you know, one day apart. And when we were at home, it's great, you know, family and friends come visit, but we always end up entertaining and planning and doing all of this stuff. And it kind of just takes away from us enjoying those two days. So we thought, no, we want to start going away. And we did that. But then the pandemic hit two years. We didn't go anywhere. So we thought Paris was the perfect place to go celebrate. Now, she's actually there three years ago with her girlfriend, but for me, it was the very first time. So let me put this out there. I don't speak any French. She does. She speaks some. I don't speak any. And I don't even speak the basics, right? So before the trip, I was thinking about it. And then I thought, okay, I'm just going to open my Rosetta Stone. I'll quickly brush up on a few phrases and then I'll be good to go, right? Arrogantly thinking that I was going to be able to do that. It didn't happen. I opened it up. I, I couldn't get it. I speak Spanish, uh, not fluently, but I'm pretty good. And it was nowhere near that. And so it just didn't happen for me. So let me get into this. I underestimated how I was going to feel being in a place where I couldn't communicate the way that I wanted to. I didn't fully think about how I would navigate the city, you know, between the hotel or the things that we wanted to do, our activities to where we wanted to eat. And the first two days, I felt a little intimidated. I did. I wasn't acting like my normal self. I wasn't maximizing the experience. I wasn't being like my full aggressive, you know, forward moving person. I was 
you know, being kind of shy. And after the trip on my way back home on that plane, I was thinking about how the limitations that we place on our own mind hold us back from experiences or opportunities or creating the life that exists in our dreams. And you probably say, why, why, why be so dramatic and say dreams? Well, the reason why I say dreams is because that's the place where we fly, right? Our dreams don't have anything to do with our abilities or our current situation. Our dreams are a reflection of the life that we really want. But what happens is we wake up or we stop daydreaming and all of a sudden we place all these limitations around what we think we can do and we start sparking thoughts about obstacles and reasons why we can't do certain things. Now, at this point, are you thinking, Kimberly, what does this have to do with France? <laughs> Let me tell you, when I first got off the plane, I felt myself clamming up so hard not even wanting to try to talk to anyone because I didn't speak the language. When I checked into the hotel, it was a little hard to understand because I just wasn't trying, right? And we went out the first day looking for somewhere to eat. All I could see were menus in French. Now, let me tell you, I eat almost exclusively plant-based, so me being able to understand the menu is a really big deal. I can't just be loose about what I'm going to eat, and so I really need to understand it, right? So we passed by all of these cafes on the first day, and I could feel myself just getting frustrated because I felt like I wasn't going to be able to get what I needed to get, right? I wasn't going to be able to eat. We found a vegan restaurant finally. We ate our first dinner there, but I didn't want to get caught in a spot where I continually went back to the same place because it was comfortable, right? I was here to explore and to learn. So after a while, I started to get the hang of it. I started to get the hang of the way that they did things. I started to loosen up. I started to enjoy myself more. Probably the most hilarious experience was on my daughter's actual birthday. I told her, okay, whatever you want to do today, that's what we're going to do. It's your birthday. It's up to you. I'm down for whatever, right? This is what we're doing. She said, okay, I want to go to Versailles. And I'm like, okay, cool. And she said, yeah. So I booked a seven hour tour and instantly I was like, oh my gosh, is there a four hour tour or three hour tour? Because we did a, a tour of the Vatican and I think it was four hours. And I'm going to tell you, my feet were killing me. So when she said seven hour tour, I was thinking I'm never going to make it, but it's her birthday and I have to do whatever it is that she wants to do. So I said, okay, let's do it. Well, we wanted to get, you know, it's her birthday, right? So we wanted to get fabulous pictures. So we dress in these really nice dresses and sandals. Anybody that's toured Versailles is probably cracking up right now. At this point, we're thinking, well, we're not thinking, right? We're not thinking it through. So we show up. We're the only ones in our group that don't have on sneakers. And that's our first clue. At the end of the seven-hour tour, 15,700 steps later, not regular steps, but steps on very rough and hard to walk on surfaces. We could barely stand and we're taking the train back to the entrance. The first train comes by and it's packed. And I mean, we're, I'm just sitting here thinking, please let us get on this train. We couldn't get on the train. We had to wait for the second train. The second train comes. We're laughing so hard by the time we get in the train because our feet were so swollen because of our you know, choice to wear these particular shoes and these dresses. But our pictures were amazing, but we were in pain, right? But that might have been the day that my perspective completely shifted. Because after that day, we tried different restaurants. We walked all around the city. I got hooked on eclairs at one of the places by our hotel. 
I felt like I was able to navigate the streets so much better. I realized that I changed. My perspective changed. Paris is Paris, right? It was never the problem. I let my own limiting thoughts when I first arrived take over. I gave them the keys to drive and they hit the gas. The whole experience made me think about our daily life. There's so many things that each of us want to accomplish, things that you know, we really want to do goals that we have inside of us, but we let our limiting thoughts get in the way and then they prevent us from attacking it at all. And I thought this is worthy of a podcast because think about this. Have you ever been in a conversation with someone and you're talking about you know, your life and the things that you've done and the things that you want to do, or maybe you're holding back and not even telling them everything, right? And then they ask you, so why haven't you done it? Or they say, oh, you should do it. A lot of times we come back with, yeah, well, and then we let the excuses and the reasons why and all the barriers, we let all that stuff roll in. Whatever you want to call it, it comes rushing in. Our limiting thoughts literally hold us back from doing whatever it is that we have in our heart to do. Now, I know I use my vacation as an example of this, but it can be so much bigger than that. So I want to encourage you at some point, maybe at the end of the day or early in the morning, if you're doing your meditating or, you know, whatever you do, do some quick reading on limiting thoughts. Do a Google search if you don't feel like you have time. And the reason why I say this is because I want you to do it because I want you to see what they are, where they come from, what their impact is. It'll get your mind going so that when you're in these situations, you'll just have that awareness, right? It doesn't mean you're going to have it all handled. No one's expecting that, but you'll have the awareness and now you'll be able to decide, you know, look, how do I want to handle this? Because now I have the information and I know what's going on and it's my choice. I shared my experience to create some real world context around how it creeps in and how it can take over if you're not constantly aware of it. So look, I'm grateful that I clicked in during my trip as opposed to after it was over. But my goal now is to be even more aware that when I notice myself going down that path, that I quickly adjust so that I don't leave an opportunity or an experience on the table. Because if we aren't careful, we can go our whole life being driven by our fears, being driven by our limiting thoughts. Time will just pass and it will just become a part of who we are. We operate more and more within our shell then those windows to learn and evolve, they're just not going to come around as often. And I really wanted to share my story because I want to show that even when we think we're operating from an open point, even when we think we have it all handled, we will still find those pockets of growth that can catch us off guard. And the best thing we can do, as I learned from my Paris experience, is to push through. I'm Kimberly Fields. Thanks for listening. For more of The Fields Effect, check us out at thefieldseffect.com or connect with us on Instagram at The Fields Effect. Guys, click the follow button and lock in with us because sometimes looking at a situation from a different lens can change your whole experience. I'm Kimberly Fields. Thanks for listening.